Hi, I am so glad you came to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is Wednesday, May 26th. I am dedicating this podcast solely to Ashley Gordon. <laughs> She's a lovely young girl I mentioned a couple weeks ago uh, who bought me the best Bible I have ever read ever. It's called the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible. Thank you eternally, Ashley, and happy birthday. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. I'm adding a new section to my daily prayers. It's called Answers to Life's Questions. And today's question is, what steps can I take to hear from God? Throughout the Bible, we read of prophets and other men and women of God who implored their people to hear the word of the Lord. Obviously, God earnestly wanted his people to hear his voice. He still does. So how do we hear God when, we, when he speaks to us today? What steps can we take to make ourselves ready to hear what he has to say? There are times when we complicate the process. God may ask us to wait or he may send an answer quickly. Some people act as if they want to receive a phone call from heaven in which the Lord details his plan for the next five years. Well, he rarely, if ever, does this emphasis. He wants us to learn to listen to his spirit's voice leading us into all truth. Developing daily spiritual disciplines helps us to hear clearly and learn how to discern what is right. Ponder the following basic steps you can take to enable you to hear the Lord when he speaks to you. Read God's word. Be studying God's word. We begin his established order over our lives. We learn about his truth, mercy, love, and forgiveness. Yes, by studying God's word. Seek him in prayer. Many times bowing our heads is the best way to see God's face and hear his voice. In opening ourselves up to him in prayer, we can tell him all that we are feeling and all that we are experiencing. Prayer is more than just a wish list for God. It's a conversation in which we interact with him. Meditate on his truth. Dwelling on what God speaks to our hearts is a great way to let his truths take root in our souls. 
Not only will what we read and hear from him impact our lives, but meditating on it, God has the building materials to lay an unshakable foundation in our hearts. The psalmist said to the Lord, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. And lastly, listen to him. You hear with your ears. If you have normal hearing, you can't help hearing sounds within a certain audio range. Listening, however, goes further, involving the mind. Genuine listening is active, meaning that it puts the mind in gear and pays attention to everything said, looking intently for the meaning. That's how God wants us to listen to him actively. Amen. So my friends, let's listen to him. Here are God's promises day by day. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made. God created atoms and angels and ants, crocodiles and chiggers and clouds, diamonds and dust and dinosaurs, raindrops and sweat drops and dew drops and blood drops, and me and you. The greatness of his power to create and design and form and mold and make and build and arrange defies the limits of our imagination. And since he created everything, there is nothing beyond his power to fix or mend or heal or restore. Yes, sir. It all belongs to God. Okay, God's way, day by day. In his love, he bore them and carried them all days of old. When we talk about having our needs met, we human beings often look to everyone except to God. We seek answers from relatives, friends, a host of other sources. Some are helpful when, and others harmful to our spirits rather than to look to God. The ultimate source for meeting all need is God. He uses a variety of methods and, in and instruments to meet our needs, but he is the author and originator of all that we need, both in our outer material, natural, and physical realm, and in the inner emotional, mental, and spiritual realm. Amen. You know my favorite saying, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Okay, commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Don't be double-minded. A double-minded person is a person with conflicting thoughts, someone who holds two different opinions at the same time. That person is the pilot who steers his ship toward one port for a while, then reverses to steer it toward another in an opposite direction. 
He is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. At one point, your life is headed towards blessings because that is what you have spoken. And then the next, it is headed toward cursing because that is now what your mouth is proclaiming. Oh, Father, I will not be like a wave of the sea tossed to and from by every circumstance that comes my way. I will trust you and not doubt you because the one who doubts should not expect to receive anything from you. I expect to receive from you because I stand in faith, knowing the word I proclaim over my life will not return void. I decree and declare that my name will not be associated with indecisiveness or confusion. I am stable emotionally, financially, and spiritually. When I don't know what to do, I ask you, and you give me wisdom generously. Father, redeem any time I may have lost and let me move boldly into my destiny. In the name of Jesus, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now In Touch Magazine tells us about what words reveal about our character. Who we really are on the inside will at some point be revealed outwardly by our words. According to scripture, all of us make mistakes in what we say. It would take a perfect person to always bridle the tongue and thereby control the body as well. In fact, no one but Jesus is completely successful in this way. But to the degree that we walk closely with the Lord, the more our speech will be evidence that we follow him. In today's passage, Jesus expresses this idea by means of a metaphor about good trees and bad trees making a distinction between the people who believe in him and those who don't. He classifies Christians as good trees through whom the indwelling Holy Spirit is working to produce his good fruit. But men and women without Christ cannot generate any good fruit on their own. That's because even mankind's most virtuous deeds originate from the flesh and therefore are unclean to God. However, just because we are good trees doesn't mean that good words will automatically come forth from our mouth. We need the Holy Spirit to help us use language that is edifying, gracious, wholesome, and true. Let's make it our ambition to abide in Jesus, allowing the Holy Spirit to steer our tongues and bring honor to Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, prayers from the wilderness. Oh, goodness. Today is a meditation for spiritual healing. Please close your eyes. Father, the circumstances and trials in this season of my life require spiritual healing, which can only come from you. Even though my outward appearance is the same, my inner being is fragmented. 
You are the God whose touch can make me whole again. Only you possess this power. So I am praying to you for spiritual healing. Father, without you, my power to move forward is limited. I need you to heal my afflictions and restore my spirit. My desire is to continue to do your will. However, I feel weighed down and serving you with excellence is difficult. As I seek to find encouragement in your word, please speak to my spirit. When I seek you, bless me with the assurance that you hear my prayers. Help me to deal with this through your eyes and not my own. Teach me not to create my own solution, but to wait on you for my deliverance. Father, I am thankful this affliction is temporary and not permanent. I know my prayers are being answered and you are healing me. As I surrender to you, I believe your healing power will permeate my spirit and I will be whole again. And please remind me this season is for a purpose. You have a reason for developing my faith. Help me to cling to you. So at your appointed time, I will experience victory. I give you praise, honor, and glory for total spiritual healing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 147. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of stars and calls them by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Galatians 6. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Amen. Amen. Okay, God's purpose for your life. Be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, persevere. Do not give up, no matter what happens. Continue to seek God and his will for you. You do so by realizing that the difficulties you encounter do not automatically mean you're supposed to change direction. The hardships you endure may delay you in reaching your goals, but they aren't necessarily a dead end for you. During your moments of defeat, God is teaching you something that will help you succeed later on. Paul didn't interpret the tragic events of his life as a reason to stop pressing forward. He knew what God was calling him to do and was committed to accomplishing it. Well, you must be as well. Also, do not confuse experiencing setbacks with a failure. Your mistakes, losses, challenges, and defeats are only temporary. They do not define who you are. Instead, look to the Lord to determine the truth about your identity a forgiven child of God who has an eternal purpose and hope.
through the power and wisdom of his Holy Spirit indwelling you, your heavenly father will give you the ability to stay on course. So do not give up. Draw near to the Lord and allow his power and love to sustain you. Jesus, help me keep pressing forward when trouble arises. I want to honor you in all I do. Amen. Stay with us. And now my daily prayer. Bow your head. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not can troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In closing, Father, how grateful we are. You are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. You're so full of forgiveness, so full of love, so full of goodness, and so full of the best of everything. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message today deeply into the heart of every person who hears it, and that we will respond in wisdom with obedience and walk in that obedience and find the awesome, thrilling joy of obeying our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow.
continue to pray. Read your Proverbs. <laughs>